Welcome to Newly Nutrition, the podcast. I'm your host, Emily Johnson, founder of Woo Girl Wellness and certified holistic nutritionist. This podcast was created to inspire, educate, and motivate holistic nutritionists just getting started on their business journey. Think of me as your wellness biz bestie, and I'm guiding you through the different ventures you can explore in the health and wellness space by interviewing established health professionals who make a living doing what they love. If they can do it, so can you. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome back to episode seven of Newly Nutrition, the podcast. Thank you all so much for all the support I have been receiving. This is the fourth week now that I've been launching episodes, so it just feels so good. And I love getting messages from you saying that you love the podcast, it's inspiring you, and you're learning so much because that's the goal. This podcast was created to help holistic nutritionists and other health professionals start their business and slay in their business. Whether you're just getting started or already on your business journey, this podcast is for you. Today's episode is so special. We really dive deep into specifics, your niche, how to price your services, how to make sure that you're not selling yourself short and getting paid what you deserve. This business owner is has been in the business for 15 years and she just had such amazing insight and tips to share all from her own experience and plus she's a business mentor so she just really really knows exactly what we need when you are getting started on your business journey today's special guest is samantha gladish she is a registered holistic nutritionist weight loss coach hormone fixer upper and author of the amazon bestseller the 30-day hormone solution she is also host of one of canada's top rated podcasts healthy hormones for women if you haven't listened to it yet it's so amazing she really dives deep into certain health topics and even business sometimes she is the founder of holisticwellness.ca a website dedicated to helping women lose weight and balance their hormones with delicious food her philosophy is that through changing the way we eat think move and care for our bodies, we can heal ourselves and live a life of more power and possibility. Her passion for business is an extension of her work as a health coach, which led her to develop her own online business mentorship program for practitioners and nutritionists. Samantha speaks internationally on all things health, wellness, and entrepreneurship. And in her spare time, you can find her baking up delicious, healthy treats in her kitchen. You all love this episode. I learned so much. It's a gem of an episode. And Samantha's even accepting business um, mentorship uh, students right now. So if you guys are interested, that's why I'm releasing it this week is because she's taking people for mid-October. She honestly knows her stuff and she would be such a good business mentor. So I will let her do all the talking and let's dive into the episode. Make sure to subscribe to Newly Nutrition, the podcast. Okay, bye. Yay. Okay. So can you give us a background, how you got into holistic health and how many years have you been in the industry? I have been, oh my goodness. So I've been coaching for 15 years and I, I mean, I was coaching before I even had a quote unquote certification, um, just cause I was so passionate about it and knew so much. So it's been about 15 years and I got into this industry from just my own general interest and just passion about it. And I was always researching and I was really innately connected to food and nutrition and wellness. And I grew up in a household where my mother made everything from scratch. And so I was really, um, I was just, I just loved being around food. And so as I started to deal with my own PMS issues and digestion issues, I was just kind of diving in and 
doing some research and kind of found out that, oh my God, there's this whole space of holistic health and wellness. And, um, and that's kind of how it started. That's amazing. I feel like a lot of people in this space have similar stories where they do their own research and then they discover that, yeah, there is a whole space of people who are learning all of these alternative approaches and it's changed their life. So I love that. Um, can you, okay. So did you ever, did you go to university and did you study something and then transition or did you like know automatically you wanted to get certified as a holistic nutritionist? Yeah, that's a great question. I did go to university. I went to the university of Toronto and initially I thought, okay, I want to be a teacher. I want to teach high school. And I, so I went to university, got my degree. I did a bachelor uh, of arts and, um, you know, I think I was also brought up in this household that like you, you go to school, you get, you get your degree, you get a good job. And like, that's kind of what it's supposed to look like. Um, and even I can just hear my dad's voice in the back of my head. Like, if you want to make really good money, you know, you go work in the bank or you, you know, you go work at the bank or you go work in computers, which were both zero interests of mine. Um, so I was like, I want to be a teacher and I want to teach high school and I get my summers off. Like, and so that's why I went to school to get my degree. And then it was while I was in university that, like I said, I was always, I was always passionate about health and wellness, but it was in my university years where uh, one of the guys that I dated for two years, his family was very, uh, very holistic and like health minded. And his mom, like him, her, his mom and I just like totally connected and they ate organic and his brother was into like Chinese medicine and they used a lot of homeopathics and like that just opened me up to a whole other world. And so they planted a lot of seeds for me. And then I also had connected with somebody who was studying at the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. And that's when I was like, oh my God, wait a minute, I could go and do this as a career. So I finished my degree. And then after that, um, I went and enrolled at CSNN and dove into holistic nutrition. That's so cool. Okay. So did you start, were you working any side jobs while you were studying? And like how, what was the transition like going from studying to being an entrepreneur to being established in your business? Well, that was quite the process. <laughs> um, basically, I was just trying to like think back all those years. So I was, I was definitely working side jobs. I was um, going to school. I did the one year advanced um, at CSNN and so I was basically in school a lot during the week and then I was doing all of my practicum hours as well. And I like over exceeded those hours. I think you're supposed to do like 50 or 60 and I probably did like close to 80. And um, just because I, I had the time, I had the time to do it. Um, and so I, I was going to school um, full time for that year. And then on the side, I was... Oh my God, I was teaching like kickboxing classes, Pilates classes. I was, um, I worked in health food stores part time. And that was actually really great because it taught me so much about supplements. And I got to connect with some really great brands. And all those brands and companies did some really great trainings. And I got to learn just so much about the supplement industry. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how that started. And then 
So I was kind of having these like random jobs here on the side, part-time jobs while I was going to school. And then after I graduated, I, um, after I graduated, oh my God, it was, it was a process. It was, it was kind of still of the same, just lots of random jobs working in health food stores. I went from working part-time in a health food store to working full-time and actually managing a health food store, um, out here, um, in Toronto. And then I, um, I got sick of that and I was only there for like about a year and a half. And then I went on to become a sales rep and, so I always had like these jobs. I was kind of going from job to job to job because I couldn't get enough clients. I was always trying to get clients on the side and I would get like a handful of them here and there. But let's be honest, in those first few years, I really didn't know what I was doing. And um, I didn't know how to grow a business. I, I had no idea how to really truly be an entrepreneur. And so I was kind of just going from job to job to job. And I was in the wellness industry, which was great. But I kind of had this one and a half year expiry at each job because I would just get so frustrated and unexcited. And I knew it wasn't what I wanted to do with my life. Um, but it's kind of what, you know, helped me along in those those first few years. Mm-hmm. Wow. And 15 years ago, I mean, in, was Instagram even? No. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you really, what, so when did you start like your online presence and started creating your brand? So that was about six years ago. I, um, you know, like I said, I was going from job to job and I was, as I was working these full-time jobs, I was still trying to grow my business on the side and that really wasn't working very well. And then, you know, over the years of just going from like job to job and just being like, okay, I keep repeating the cycle over and over again. I'm really unemployable. I can't work for anybody. I'm I'm not a great employee because I want to do things in my own way on my own time. And so that's when I started to put more energy into my online business. I decided to put more energy. I was like, okay, I'm going to put more energy into my website. I'm going to start networking. I'm going to start blogging regularly. I'm going to actually like get out there and like learn about business and like really take this to the next level. And so I, so I did, and I went out there, went to different events. I learned about marketing and that started to plant a lot of seeds for me to, to grow my business. And so I was starting to get this traction and I was getting clients and, and I was, and then this is where like social media came into play and I was posting online and I was starting to build this community. And then I was getting interviewed on podcasts. And so it, it started to grow and it was growing slowly, but it was growing. And I was basically at this point where I was like, okay, if I really want this to grow, I've got one foot in the door over here at this full-time job. And I've got one foot in the door in my business. I'm really going to have to pull the plug and just go full in if this is really what I want to do. And so mm-hmm. I ended up actually getting fired from my job. <laughs> so it was great. It worked out the way it was supposed to, I feel like the universe did for me what I couldn't do for myself. And so I got fired and that was it. No plan B. And I dove full force into building my, my business and my brand. Wow. That's amazing. I, I definitely agree with you that the universe aligns the way it should, especially when you're working in this space, things just align because you're following your truth and your passion. Absolutely. So, okay. So you, were you nervous to go full-time into entrepreneurship? Like what about finances? I think, you know, when you're starting out, 
so many people are like trying to go full time into entrepreneurship, but they don't have that consistent income. So obviously that's terrifying and stressful. Did you have those fears or were you already kind of setting yourself up for um, just being stable? Yeah, that's a great question. I had $4,000 in my bank account. Like I remember it so clearly. I had very little money. And I well, I also remember having this conversation with my partner because we we were living together, and you know, obviously we were we were both paying rent and um, or actually not rent. It, we were, had a mortgage. He had a mortgage, and I was there living, and I was obviously contributing, and um, and so I remember sitting down with him on the couch one day and just like bawling my eyes out and just being like, I have no idea how I'm going to be able to like, you know, pay monthly for, to have this roof over my head and live with you and, and grow business. Like, I just remember the whole thing and I will never forget it. And he was like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. I got you. Like, don't worry about it. He's like, I, I've always had to pay for this place, whether you're here or not. So like, don't worry. It's, it's fine. Like it, he's like, at the end of the day, it really doesn't change much for me because he's like, I've been paying for this place on my own for six years, you know, and obviously my contribution was helpful, but he was like, it's, it's okay. So he's like, go do what you got to do. And so, so I did with my $4,000 and, um, I was just really wise about my investments. I was just really investing with with discernment. And I knew I needed to invest. Like if I wanted to grow, I knew that I had to take that money and find ways to like multiply it and sign on more clients and just really be visible and get out there and start to increase my rates so that I could bring in more money. Uh, So it was very uncomfortable. I didn't have a lot of money, but I hired a business coach and um, I took tons of different online courses and my investments just, they always paid off. And it was also looking at it as an investment. It wasn't like, oh, I don't have money. I can't do this. This is going to cost me something. It's, you know, it was more like, what's, what's it going to cost me if I don't invest? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I really hear you on that. I think that, yeah, when you're starting out and you see this price tag of a business coach or an online course, it can seem really scary, but I think a lot of people, it's hard to look past that it's going to help you. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely hear you. So so for someone starting out now and like today, say there's so many online business coaches and online courses, how would you navigate what the best route for you is? Yeah, I mean, it is definitely very saturated nowadays. And I think it's really important that if you're going to hire a coach, you want to hire somebody that you can really connect with. You want to hire somebody that has gotten to where you want to go mm-hmm. um, and is familiar with with your industry. And um, I mean, even in, in the students that, that I coach in our mentorship program, most of who I coach is practitioners and nutritionists and, and different coaches, but I've coached lawyers, I've coached painters. Um, at the end of the day, a lot of the strategy is the same in terms of the, the the systems that are needing to be built with their business. So I've helped, you know, lawyers build, uh, they've built out a course that they wanted to help students pass the LSAT. Um, and then I've had uh, one of my students, she was an amazing painter, and she wanted to create painting classes online for moms and kids. Um, so definitely not 
the area that I've ever worked in, but I understand the model in terms of what you need to have in place in an online, you know, in the online space, the systems you need to have up, the funnels you need to have up, the kind of ads you would have, the copy, like it's very transferable between different brands, but it can be, or between different niches, but it can be really helpful knowing that, you know, who you are hiring and who you're working with has an understanding of, of your niche and um, of your industry that you're in that can definitely be helpful. Um, so that's really important. And I think it's also really important to just, to just know yourself. Like it, you know, there's tons of courses online and we can go online and, you know, enroll in these courses and take these classes and whatnot. But, and I, and that's what I did a lot in the beginning. And I never, ever, ever, ever finished one because halfway through watching these pre-recorded trainings, I was like, well, I need a human being. Like I need to speak to somebody. I need, I have questions. I want somebody to look at what I'm creating. I need somebody to tell me like, go do X, Y, Z. Like I need somebody that could take this high level view over my business and actually tell me what to do. So that was a huge learning curve for me. I, I just kept investing in these different courses. And of course I learned a lot, but where I got the, where I got ahead and, and I got ahead so much faster and with so much more efficiency was when I actually hired a, a coach, having a human being to connect with weekly and to answer my questions and, to really take a high level view over my business that that was tr really transformative for me. Mm -hmm. Especially when you are building your business, you're alone in this. So having someone working with you and kind of like on your team, I could see would be really helpful. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, a lot of the courses I've taken too, you know, you're kind of put into this Facebook group with like three, 4,000 students and you're like, uh, how is, how, how are any of my questions going to get answered? Right. Um, so I just learned quickly over time that like that, that's just not the model that works for me. Yeah, that makes sense. So is your eight month aligned program? I saw that you recently announced that, which sounds so amazing. Mm -hmm. um, how is, can you talk about that? Like, who is it for and what they could expect? Absolutely. So I've been business coaching now for the past three years. And, um, you know, you get to this, you get to this place where you're just like, especially in my case, I was like, oh my God, I'm, I could geek out on marketing all day. Like, I love it. I just, I want to talk about marketing. I want to talk about business. I want to help all my colleagues get to this next level and show them what's possible. And so it just became this, you know, this extended passion of mine outside of nutrition and wellness and hormones and all of that. So I, it was a couple of years ago, about three years ago where I decided, okay, I, I'm going to, I'm just going to put this out there and do this business course and started at as, as a six week program. And then that was way too short. And then we moved it into like an eight week and then we moved it into a three month. And I was really just doing it under the radar. Um, I didn't really promote it publicly because the students that would sign on would end up just continuing to keep working with me and keep working and keep working. And so it was just constantly um, just kind of like either referral or I just kept having the same students keep going on um, onward with me, which is, which was fantastic. And then finally it wasn't until this year where I was like, you know, I think I'm going to start making this public. I've been doing this under the radar and I'm really passionate about it. And I know we have an amazing program that we've now really honed in on over these past three years. So it went from, six weeks, eight weeks, three weeks, and then to six months. And now it's an eight month program. So 
Um, it's the Align and Lead Business Mentorship Program. And um, basically, you know, our, our ideal client is obviously anybody who is in the health and wellness space. Um, so, I mean, that could also mean like life coaching as well. So if you're doing life coaching, um, if you are doing business coaching, if uh, you are a practitioner, nutritionist, a naturopath, um, then, you know, the program is ideal for you. So basically, in eight months, we are taking you through all the foundational things that are going to build your business. So we are going to help you set up all of your lead generation campaigns and your funnels and your automation. Um, we're going to get you super clear on your niche and your on your messaging. Uh, we're going to help you with your social media and building your community. And then we're going to really refine your packages and your services and what it is you're offering and those pricing uh, and the pricing around that. And then a big part of our program too, that we focus on is sales. You know, a lot of people feel really uncomfortable with sales. They feel really uncomfortable doing high end sales and closing higher end clients. Um, and there's a, a system to that, that we teach, you know, it's just, it's a skill, just like we go and invest in our education. We, we, we did that because we needed to learn it. And it's the same thing with marketing. It now becomes that next step, that next thing you need to invest in because it's a skill. It's a new skill you need to go learn. Um, and so we, uh, we really dive into the sales piece and really teach practitioners and coaches how to confidently sell and confidently close calls and overcome objections and confidently pitch their programs and their pricing. Um, so we cover a lot. It's actually the program runs as both a coaching program, but a digital marketing agency all in one. So we actually hands-on build out your tech and your funnels and everything for you. So it's done for you, which is really great. Wow, that is amazing. And is it you plus a team or is it just you that you'd be working with? Yeah, it's me and my team. So um, my content director, Vanessa, uh, all of our students get to work with her and she will help to build out your funnels and your automation. So kind of how it works is it's a combination of group coaching over the eight months, but all the students actually get uh, personal one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. Um, they get six one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with me throughout the eight months that they can book in. Um, so on our coaching sessions, we're going to dive into strategy and you're basically going to come away from there, from our calls, knowing exactly, okay, I have to go do step ABC. This is exactly what I need to go do right now. And then once that's done and complete, We'll take that, pass it over to Vanessa. Vanessa will go implement the tech and whatnot behind that. Um, so it works really, really well because I know the tech overwhelms a lot of people and they're really confused by it and it, it holds them back. So um, we kind of wanted to make sure we, we covered that all for, for everybody. I love that. And if someone comes to you and they're already kind of experienced in the social media world and marketing world, would you say that this is for them as well? Like, would you meet them, your clients, wherever they're at? Yeah, we, we have students that are like right at the very, very beginning and have like none of this built out or no social media, nothing. And then we also have students that already have built multiple six-figure businesses, but they're stuck either in the one-to-one -one model or they don't know how to take their program to the next level. They're stuck with their sales process. So basically, I just kind of hop on a call with, um, you know, I just hop on prospect calls and just if anybody's interested, you know, we'll book in a complimentary session just so I could see where you're at, where you're stuck. And then this way I can just really see if you'll be the right fit for the mentorship program.
That's awesome. And can you start at any time or is it certain times of the year that you start these programs? Yeah, we we do launch it um, at specific times throughout the year where we open registration. Um, I don't know exactly when this episode will be going live, but we um, our next registration basically or our next classes will start mid October um, and it will run for eight months. Um, and then we probably won't open again until sometime early 2021, either maybe February or maybe even spring. So we haven't we haven't finalized that date yet. Okay, amazing. I could, I can launch this um, before if you want me to, to oh, like, put the word out there, but um, before mid October. But yeah, this program sounds so amazing. I know so many like colleagues who would really benefit from something like this, even myself. Like, I think that's so cool. And especially because you have been in our shoes and you've experienced it all and you've struggled and you figured it all out. I just think that that's exactly what you want in a, in my opinion, in a, a business coach. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. And, um, you know, I created this mentorship out of something that I needed for myself. I, I needed that personal one-on-one support and I also wanted that group support. I wanted that tech support and implementation. So I was like, I'll just create it. <laughs> so um, that's that's kind of how I created the program. And, you know, if there's anything I can ever promise our students is that you will always be fully supported. Like we only take on a small amount of students because we coach everybody personally. And there's a ton of handholding and we are there for our students and in our private Facebook group and everyone's connecting and you know, I'm, I'm there for everybody. And that was just something I, I didn't have before in, in my coaching and um, in, in the programs that I enrolled in. And so it really makes a huge difference. I think that we kind of get caught up in this, like, well, I could totally do this on my own. And then we can't. <laughs> yes. It's like your to-do list is super long and you don't, yeah, you're like, oh, I got this. And I, yeah, I think having a business coach could really just accelerate and get you to where you want to be quicker. So absolutely. I absolutely love that. So what are some common mistakes you see nutritionists make at the beginning of building their business? Ooh, it's a juicy question. Um, I would say that one of the biggest things I often see is, and I did this myself, was investing in a website. So if you don't understand lead generation, or if you're not clear on who you're speaking to, you're going to waste a lot of money on a website. So especially nowadays with all the amazing technology that we have um, to set up our email marketing and to set up landing pages and opt-in pages, that's all you need. That's all you need in the beginning. The most important thing in the beginning is that you're generating leads because if you're not generating leads, you have nobody to sell to. So I've, I've seen it time and time again with our students. They come into our program and then they're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm so excited to show you my new website that I invested in and I paid 5,000 for it. And I'm just like, it looks pretty, but it is not capturing leads at all. And um, on their services page, there's like 50,000 different services that it just gets overwhelming. Um, so there's just so many key pieces of a website that if you're going to hire a website designer, they need to know lead generation and, and marketing, not just design and making something look pretty. Um, so I, I don't think it's worth investing in a website until you're more clear 
about your coaching and what you're offering and who you're serving um, and how, how to generate those leads. Um, and it's not to say that a website isn't important. I just think it's, it's not the first step to do. Um, also like investing in, which I don't even, I don't even know if it's a thing anymore, like business cards. I don't hand out business cards anymore. I don't know if you do. No, I don't think that's really a thing at all. It's just, everything's digital. Yes. Yeah. Um, so like I, I did that in the beginning. I was like, Oh, I'm going to go get my business cards. And like that does, doesn't do anything. And you know, <laughs> the, the thing with that is that, you know, it's our responsibility to follow up with people. So when you are connecting somewhere or you're at a networking event or you're even doing a presentation and you hand out business cards, that takes the responsibility off of you, which isn't a good thing because relying or or trusting that those people are going to follow up with you, like they're probably not. Yeah. So, right. It's your responsibility to actually get their contact information and follow up with them. Um, So that's another thing. Um, yeah. So those are, those are some of like the first, the first things that I would, I would kind of think about when, when you're first starting out. And then especially nowadays we have so many great social media platforms. They can definitely be overwhelming. Um, they can definitely seem very time consuming. Um, and you know, it can also feel, and I'm sure maybe you've experienced this yourself where you just feel like, you're spending so much time online and in the social media world and it's just consuming your time. And you almost feel like, like we have this amazing opportunity to connect with people, but then again, we're also so disconnected. So it's finding this balance with utilizing these platforms because they're free, they're free marketing tools. So get on there and get visible. It is so important. Um, Visibility is, is everything. That's how your audience is going to grow. That's how people are going to connect with you um, and connect with your message, seeing you, hearing you. Like that is all really, really important to building those connections with your community. So go utilize those social media platforms. It doesn't mean you have to be on every single one. My Instagram grew to where it is now because I literally just put all my energy into that one platform. Okay. Yeah, you have a great Instagram and a great community. Like, I love your cat. She's so cute. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and yeah, I love how you're so personal and you you really just share, you know, just the great things like camping trips and all of your great recipes. Oh, and, you know, like we feel like we know, I feel like I know you and not to sound creepy or anything, but totally. <laughs> it's like, I love it. I love that part of social media where you can really get to know someone even if they don't know who you are, like, and it just makes you feel connected and supported. So I love that. Totally. I agree. When you say lead generations, do you mean like creating a freebie and growing your email list? Absolutely. Yes. That's totally what I mean. So, um, yeah, lead generation is basically how you generate leads, how you generate prospects and people who are going to essentially be interested in buying your your products and your services. Um, So the best way to do that is to create some sort of freebie, which is often referred to as a lead magnet. Um, So whether you're putting together some sort of ebook or a video series or a worksheet, whatever it might be, um, there's numerous ways to do that. And uh, you just want to create something that's really valuable for free and put it out there to to your community. And that's what will help to build your list. And 
somebody wants to come and download that, that ebook, well, in order to do that, they're going to have to give you their name and their email. And then that starts to build your list. And building your list is so, so, so important because, again, that is what that's, uh, you know, having that list and having those leads is now you having this opportunity to go be able to sell your products. You need, you need those people in order to sell. Mm-hmm. So true. And so when you're creating your offers, what are common mistakes that you see? And like, how would you even draft an offer if you're just a nutritionist and you're like, oh, I think I'm going to do like a six week plan or three month plan. How would you really get specific? Yeah. So I think number one, it's always going to start with who are you serving? So number one, like who is that person? Is it a woman? Is it a man? Are you working with kids? Like I really want you to know every detail about them. Even if you're just making up the ideal avatar, like write that down, write down this woman. Her name is Jill. She's five, five has brown hair, blue eyes, like write it all down. What is her job? What's her, you know, her occupation? What is she? How much does she make a year? Is she married? Does she have kids? What does she like to wear? Where does she shop? What does she read? What does she eat? Um, Write it all down. Get super, super clear on your niche and get really, really clear on their pain points. So where are they now and why are they stuck? And then you have a better idea of the kind of program you can create because your program will give the solution to solving their problem. So it starts there for sure. It's getting really clear on your niche. And then once you understand them and understand where they're stuck and and what's missing, then you are gonna come in there and, and have the solution. And so then once you know what that solution is, you can start to map out how much time does somebody need to work through this solution, this method to really get results. Is that four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks? What does that really look like? And I think, you know, especially as practitioners, we, we know that we can't solve somebody's issue in a one hour call. It doesn't work that way. Or when they book in a 30 minute follow-up four or six weeks later, it transformation takes time. And when there's this really big gap between them reaching out to you, that transformation ends up just it it slows it down. It slows down the transformation process. Um, And it also, when you have this really big gap between coaching people, you know, like they speak to you today and then they don't speak to you for six weeks, that gap creates so much fear for your client. They're left on their own. So much doubt shows up. There's like this whole psychology around it. And so when you can get really clear on understanding what somebody truly needs for transformation to happen, that's going to help you put your program together. And then from there, the biggest thing is the pricing. And for the most part, what I see in the industry is people undercharging and, you know, coaches are undercharging. And again, there's a lot of psychology wrapped in that too. It's, you know, really valuing what you do and your knowledge and knowing that you're worthy um, and, and having a price that reflects that. Um, so that's that's a big area that we focus on in our mentorship is the pricing and and really helping our students get confident around what they're offering, how they're offering it, and and being able to confidently speak to that and and have a higher end price. So you know that higher end price is so key because it attracts the ideal client, right? You you want to wake up in the morning and be excited 
to get on your coaching calls and work with your clients. Like you want to be on your growth edge. And if you have a client that's underpaying or you're undercharging and you have all this work to do, you know, that doesn't put you on your growth edge. If anything, it just causes so much stress. So there's, there's a lot of work to do around there, but I think that, um, I just think that a lot of practitioners need to need to start mapping it out in in more detail and spending more time refining it before just kind of like slapping up a program and the price. I so agree with that. I so would you recommend like thinking about how long it's going to take you to write this protocol and kind of doing like an hourly rate in your head and then creating a price based off that or is there like a standard industry rate that is acceptable? when you're just starting out? Yeah. So I'll tell you a funny story. I will never forget in nutrition school, in our business class, our, our, um, our teacher, I'll never forget it. She was saying, you know, you guys can charge $75 an hour to work with clients. And I will never forget, this is like over 12 years ago, sitting in that class and being like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm going to make so much money doing what I love and helping people. This is awesome. And so of course I graduated and then like, I didn't have anybody banging down my door, let alone wanting to pay me $75 an hour. Um, so I felt really defeated. And then of course, over the years, as I, as I started to learn more about business and marketing, but also really like growing into myself, like there's a lot of personal growth that comes along when you are growing a business, you know, like who you become in the process is, is, is a huge part of the journey. And so as I was really growing into myself and like trusting myself and recognizing my skills and my knowledge and my worth, my pricing reflected that. Um, so with practitioners, I think, you know, just kind of going back to your question, I think that it's really important to sit and think about like, yeah, what are you worth? Like, don't think about what the industry rate is or what so-and-so is charging. Just sit in your own space quietly and reflect and get really clear on how much time is involved with you coaching a client and then you get off that call and you're putting protocols together or meal plans and then you're doing emails and answering all their questions. Are they texting you? What does this all look like? How much time is actually involved and what do you really want to make? take that number and divide it by all the hours. What does, what does that look like? Because okay. often, right. Cause oftentimes when my students do that, they're like, Oh, well I'm making $45 an hour. Exactly. Cause you're undercharging. So what are you really worth an hour and what do you want to charge and feel uncomfortable charging? Go start there. Okay. So even <laughs> I'm loving this. Okay. So even if you're just starting out and you know, it's, it does take so much time going through protocols, doing their research, like depending on their health concerns. Of course. Yeah. Like that of course takes so much time, but I think so many of us when we're starting out, you know, we think like, Oh, that's too much. Like who's going to hire me? Like I don't I'm have totally. experience and all of these fears come in and mm -hmm. it's hard to get past that. Yeah, it absolutely is. And listen, like there's two sides of this. I, I will often tell my students as well. Um, like some of my, for example, one of my students came to me and they were like, okay, I'm going to put together 
this like eight week program and I'm going to charge like three ninety nine. I was like, oh, okay, well, let's break this down. And how much is this per hour and what you want and all this stuff, you know, and we figured it all out. And then I was like, you should be charging 1200. And that was obviously a huge jump and very uncomfortable for them. So I said, listen, go sign up clients at 399 and see how it feels. Like go through the experience of undercharging because once you have three, four, five people under your belt at that price, you will realize very quickly how much time and effort and how 399 is so little. So sometimes you need to go through the process to recognize, wow, this is so not worth it. I gotta, I gotta increase my rates. Okay. I really, really love that. Okay, so Okay. So how do you, okay. So let's say you don't want to go through charging a low amount and you want to go straight to that high price. Like, do you have any Mm -hmm. tips on kind of getting past that blockage or just being confident in selling? Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, with that, with that student, like going from 399 to 1200, that's a huge jump, right? It's uncomfortable, but it has to happen at some point. If you want to grow your business and scale your business and stop trading time for money, like you're going to have to increase your rates at some point. So my thing is, is like, you just got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and decide on what that price is. You want to charge 2,500. Okay, great. So the next prospect call you have, go and propose 2,500, like just dive into it. And also get really confident saying that number. Like literally I have my students look in the mirror and I'm like, I want you to repeat your price over and over and over again. I just want you to look in the mirror and I want you to just say, my program is three weeks and it's 2,500. My program is three weeks and it's 2,500. Like just say it over, over and over and over again. And, um, and if you're offering payment plans, okay, are they splitting up their payment over three months? What does that look like? Well, three payments of 833. Get comfortable saying that. Yeah, my program is 12 weeks and it's 12 is 2500 or it's three payments of 833 a month. Like just get really confident in saying in in saying the pricing um so that it rolls off your tongue because if you start stuttering around that, then of course your your prospect is going to pick up on that. So number one, you got to be really confident in saying the number. Um, you have to say it with conviction. That's so important. And, um, and the other thing too, is you also have to, you know, like you do have to know that your pricing is reflecting the transformation that somebody is getting, right? Like we don't just want to throw on a high end price of 2,500 or 4,000 or 5,000, if we know we're not really delivering, like you have to be in integrity with that. And that's super key. So the price needs to reflect the value, the transformation, and you being in integrity that you can deliver that, that price. Does that make sense? Yes. That makes so much sense. I love that. I have so many ideas in my head right now. I just want to (laughs) sit in my space and yeah, brainstorm. Okay. Amazing. So do you offer one-on-one coaching, business mentor coaching, in addition to your Align program, or is it just the Align program that you offer? Yeah, currently right now it's just inside our eight-month mentorship program. So um, you get to coach with me in there for one-on-one sessions. Um, 
yeah, I haven't thought about offering it outside of there only because it's, it's one thing just, it's the same way with coaching somebody, you know, with weight loss or hormones. It's like, I can only take somebody so far in, in a one-off coaching session versus committing to coaching together for eight months. I'll be able to help you, you know, 10 X where you are right now. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. (laughs) So can you get into any lessons that you've learned just being in the industry with business or working with clients or just like mistakes that you've made in the past that you have learned from? Yeah. Oh my God. There's, there's lots of mistakes. (laughs) I can definitely tell you that. Um, You know, things I've learned. Number one is everything happens in the right time and the right sequence. So we can't force the success. We can't, we can't force the money. We can't force all of that to happen. It's, it's all going to happen in the right time. And it will happen more quickly when you get into alignment with what you value most. So I am not one to be into this whole like hustle and grind and finished the last quarter strong. Like I, I get all of that and I fully, and I agree. Yeah, we, we can finish the last quarter strong, but that doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your sleep and your self care and your relationships and, and, you know, your downtime, like it, you just have to trust the process. Don't rush things. Don't push things. Don't force things. Cause that's often coming from a place of fear. So it's really just important to, like I said, just, just really trust the process and the timeline. Um, and, uh, and then also just being conscious of not getting caught in a comparison trap. We, I know it's so easy, especially with social media nowadays to just get caught up in what so-and-so is doing or how much so-and-so is making and how fast their business is growing or their followers and their likes and all of that kind of stuff. And honestly, I really filter that out. I, I, I'm very conscious of who I follow, um, how much time I spend on social media, what newsletters and email lists and information I, I get correspondence from, like, I'm really conscious. I just put my head down and get in the zone and trust my gut and and do the work that feels in alignment with me and without being persuaded by by anybody on the outside. And I have obviously my coach that I work with and it's like, that's it. I'm not going to go to my coach and then this other person and then go on this person's website and what does this coach say and how does this person do it? It's way too much to take in and it's just like, I trust the one person, they're going to guide me and I'm going to trust my own vision and we're going to put those two together and and just go. Oh, I love that. And on the topic of self-care, how do you stay on top of your self-care regimens, especially when you are growing, you're like, you're crushing your business, you, but you, you also seem very like balanced and just so down to earth. What do you do to stay sane? Well, thank you for that. And um, yeah, there's a lot of things I do. I mean, number one, I just, I live by my calendar. So my, my, I, my eye calendar is everything is in there from my workouts to obviously all my, my client calls and podcast recordings, all the things are in there. And so I don't just schedule all the work stuff, but I'm also very conscious to schedule in the self-care. So I will schedule in 
my workouts. I will schedule in, oh, I got to take a break between this time and this time because I'm going to have lunch. Um, I'm going to, you know, make a commitment that my, I'm closing my computer down tonight at six o'clock and, and that's it. And I, and I also get my partner on board with that too. You know, I tell him like, listen, I, I need to, I need to chill out tonight. I spent a lot of time on the computer this week. So if you see me reaching for my phone or doing this, like I need you to give me a gentle nudge. Um, because obviously it can be really challenging when you work from home and your, you know, your business at home, it's, it's so easy to want to just keep working. So having somebody that can really give you that gentle nudge and support you in that process is really key. Um, so yeah, I mean, for me, my self-care is it's like I schedule it in and, and I take my weekends off. I do not work on the weekends unless something is very important and, or I committed to like an event or speaking or something that then that's, you know, a one-off, but otherwise I do not work on weekends. Um, and I just, I just make sure I make it a point to just schedule in fun and, and just that downtime. If it's not scheduled, it's not real. And, um, if I just tell myself like, oh yeah, I'll work out tomorrow, but then people go into the calendar and book and I haven't blocked that off. Well, then that's just not going to happen. So I really have to block it off um, for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And in terms of the industry, is there anyone who you really admire and look up to or any resources that you can share either like podcasts, you have a great podcast all about health and wellness. I'm obsessed with it. And hey. then, but, um, or any like books or anything that's kind of helped you on your journey? Okay. Oh my God. There's so many right now. So let me, (laughs) let me think this one through because there's like so much I can recommend. Um, there's a really great book called how to write copy that sells. And that's, that's a really good book because, um, how you write, well, how you write your sales copy is everything. That's, that's really key. Um, I'm actually like looking back in my bookshelf right now. Um, The Big Leap, that's a really good one. It's a good book, The Big Leap. And um, in terms of like the industry specifically, I mean, from a business standpoint, or actually, I guess just overall wellness standpoint, like one of the podcasts I love tuning into is the Life Coach School podcast. Yes, I know Um, that one. Yeah, that's a really good one. I do like impact theory and, um, my coach Kelly Roach, um, she's got a really great podcast called the unstoppable entrepreneur show. So that's, that's a really great one as well. Okay. Amazing. I'll definitely link those in the show notes. So thank awesome. you. Yeah, my pleasure. And then just advice for anyone who wants to break into this industry, but maybe they're working in a completely different career and they're nervous. And, you know, if you're not working in this health bubble, I like to call it. Yes. It's kind of a foreign land. I mean, you and I see so many, you know, influencers and health and wellness professionals killing it in the online space. But I think just because we're already in this space, but if you're not in it, like I wasn't in it for the last two years, I wasn't in it. And I was like, I really want to work in this space, but how do I break into it? What do I need to get certified in personal training? Like, I just didn't know the route to take, but Mm -hmm. I'm so glad I took that plunge. But what would you say for anyone who wants to break into this industry, but thinks it's saturated? Yeah. I mean, number one, for sure, it is saturated. There's no doubt about that, but your uniqueness is what's going to set you apart. 
and what you offer is going to be different than what somebody else is off- offering. So you you just got to really trust that and you just get really clear on like, what is it about the industry that you're really drawn to? What are you really passionate about? That's the thing that you should go and study. Um, so, so go do that, go learn that. Um, and also start to think about the gaps. What are the gaps in the industry? What is actually missing? So when you go online and maybe there's a lot of influencers or health practitioners or whatnot that you're inspired by, what do you find is missing? What are they offering that you feel I could, I could offer this, but I could do it better or I'll do it in my, in my own way. Like how can you make it different? Um, so I think that's really important is to start to identify the gaps that are missing because those are the gaps that you're going to come in and fill. Um, so kind of like how you said it, you know, you just got to take the plunge. So if you know you're passionate about it, go and do it. Like there's the time is, it moves so quickly and it's crazy to think how two, three, four years go by and you're still stuck in the same place and you look back, I mean, how many times have we said that to ourselves? Like, oh, imagine if I would have just started this sooner. Um, so yeah, like just go and start it sooner. Um, and don't think about step number 27. Just think about the next step in front of you. It's all about the baby steps. And those baby steps will add up over time to something really, really amazing. Oh, I so agree with that. Oh, I love that. So inspiring. Thank you. So, okay, we're coming to an end. We, I have learned so much. I'm just like so excited to launch this episode. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. But I have two little questions I ask everyone at the end of each podcast. One of them's fun. One of them's more businessy. Okay. So the first one is, what is your best productivity hack? Ooh, I don't even know if I have a productivity hack. Um, my best productivity hack is returning off my phone. Seriously, I agree with that. Just like yeah, turning off my phone. Do not disturb until like yes. 2 p.m. every day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and also I'll mention too, I often do this thing where I make like, so I call it the list of six. So I make a list of like, all this, like the top six things that I need to get down. I don't write them in any particular order, but like what are the top six things? Okay. I've got eight hours ahead of me today. What are the top six things I got to get off my plate, write them all down. And then I number them from one to six from most important to least. And then that's where it's just like, okay, now I know, now I know what my focus is of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really smart. All right. And the last question, if you were to throw a dinner party or just attend a dinner party, what would your favorite item be to bring or make? Ooh, I mean, I love to bake. So Mm -hmm. if anything, I'd want to bring dessert. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it would definitely be dessert. I'd want to take over that. And there's so many good desserts. And I think the, the number one thing that comes to mind right now just because of the season that we're in is my peanut butter pumpkin pie. So maybe that's what I would bring. Okay. Yum. Definitely. It is actually on the website. It's so good. Okay. For sure. Making that this, this uh, season. Well, yes. Sam, thank you so much. Just really quick. Who, where, where can my audience find you? And if they did want to book you as, uh, or to chat about the eight month aligned program, how would they get in contact with you? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I have two Instagram accounts. I've got my holistic wellness foodie account for all things health and wellness and hormones and of course food. Um, And then there's my Samantha underscore Gladish um, on Instagram as well. That's where I post all things business. You can always connect with me there. Um, And my website, holisticwellness.ca. But if you do personally want to connect and, and want that mentorship support, then just send me an email, samantha at holisticwellness.ca. I hope you all enjoyed that episode. I know I did. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure to subscribe to Newly Nutrition, the podcast for weekly episodes that will guide you to build the health and wellness business of your dreams. And also make sure to add yourself in the Newly Nutrition Facebook group so we can connect and be wellness biz besties for life. Bye.